Yeah, I introduced myself and it was my turn to talk. I go, hi, I'm a tomato with eyes because I literally was so red. I tend to do this where I'm following a pod and I just forget about where the boat's at. And when I popped my head up, I thought I was with my group, but I was with a different group. And so I'm having conversations with somebody who I thought was somebody that was in our boat. And I'm like, wait, you're, you're not Victoria? And she's, she's like, no. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, where's my people? And that's why I had- I called, like, I called my dad and he asked how it was. I was like, to be honest, I don't even feel like I'm on earth this week. Like, <laughs> You're going to struggle, you're going to go get a flat tire outside of donkey balls. Or, yeah. Still have to go to the grocery store and interface with... <laughs> yeah, that's like the 10th week and you mentioned the grocery store. That's really uh, dislike going there. Um, I have to kind of prepare energetically before. The Ascension Energy is really like a purification. And that's why we're seeing a global detox and we're seeing all this stuff come to the surface regarding deep state, crimes against humanity, things like satanic ritual abuse, child trafficking. And so the solar energy connecting with the mother energy is actually the reunion of the Christ Sophia that is a template we are all born with. So if we can accept, you know, the inner work and, and, and what we're waking up to, this event's going to give us exactly what we need. Welcome to uh, Journey to Truth podcast. Uh, I'm Tyler Koala, as you know, with Aaron Kuhn. And uh, this week we have a special guest, Laura Eisenhower, from, in, uh, from Hawaii, down here at Cosmic Waves. And it's been incredible. I guess, uh, Laura, I guess to start off, let's talk about how this week, like, tell us, like, exactly, like, I don't know, what, what have you gotten from this week? Gosh, it's just been amazing. I, uh, the energy. I mean, I, I knew this was going to be a huge reset. I, I sort of showed up not feeling at my best, not feeling as balanced as I could feel. And I'm leaving feeling like really good. Um, I mean, the energy of the dolphins and whales holds such a powerful frequency when it comes to just DNA activation. And th there's slides that I actually uh, presented in my talk that discuss this. And the cetaceans happen to be connected with the founder races and well, the guardian founder races and uh, play like a really big role in our, you know, development. They're, they're very multidimensionally aware. And so a lot of people get amazing healings, a lot of great telepathic communications. And uh, even somebody said that she had this chronic knee pain and swam with the dolphins and the knee pain went away. And so yeah. there's just a lot about that. Just, very complimentary information, I think, amongst the speakers. Uh, and I've done a lot of conferences with Corey and Michael and Jordan and uh, the Edge of Wonder guys are also, you know, great friends that I've done a lot with. And I got to meet, which is awesome. And so many, you know, people just, I mean, just the energy between everybody is just so wonderful. So these are always special events. I've been speaking at these events since 2011. And the beauty of these sort of events that is different than, you know, other ones that I go to, maybe expos or things more UFO related is um, you just don't get the chance to really work energy together and really, you know, connect on an intimate level. So I really appreciated that as well. Yeah, I thought it was cool how uh, all the presenters got to be in the audience for the other speakers. So uh, as opposed to other conferences, like, you yeah, know, they just they really speak case, and go yeah. off stage. Yeah, but so everybody got to experience everybody's, uh, everybody's uh, presentation. The energy was just amazing. Uh, one of the things I noticed is that just people come from all over the world. Every, like Belgium, Bulgaria, I started writing them down, Australia, <laughs> uh, J Japan, China, Canada, South America, everywhere in the United States. Uh, 
it's just really cool to see people come from all all around the world how many about Uh, how many people were there it wasn't like a hundred i think i think yeah maybe a little bit more not probably a hundred yeah that's about what i that's about what i thought it was gonna be about a hundred or so yeah pretty small yeah one day it was open uh it was open to the local people right mm-hmm. a lot of locals came up one day you know just for the day but i mean the room was full so we wouldn't have been able to handle much more and i think there was a point in which more tickets couldn't be sold because there was only so many that could be fit oh yeah uh in that space <clears throat> yeah and that's the cool part about it though is because it keeps it more intimate you know as opposed to the big conferences like uh, you know hundreds yeah. of people and uh, it's just a different feeling. Yeah, I like the I like the more intimate, smaller ones better anyway. Yeah, totally. And, and being in Hawaii, that's got to that just had to be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Well, every energy. time I'm here, it, oh sorry, go ahead. No, I say it's just the energy alone there is is amazing, and uh, it's just so beautiful, you know. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Every time I'm here, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna figure out a way to. Yeah, I just mentioned we had a 5.2 earthquake yesterday, which was sort of interesting. Oh yeah, I saw that on Facebook. That's crazy. Yeah. And then we have, uh, so a lot of the people from the conference are trying to leave and a couple of flights had to turn around, come back and land what? Uh, because of problems with the plane. And they had to go like be put in another hotel and stay for another night. Really? And then, so, they, so they stayed again last night in another hotel. They tried to leave this morning and the plane was, the brakes were out or something. So they had to get off the plane again. <laughs> Uh, and uh, apparently it's like tradition if you're taking lava rock off the island it's really bad luck and uh, uh, one of the girls we know for sure was trying to take some lava rock home oh no and I don't know if there's any correlation but it's kind of interesting yeah and another another plane uh, she was going back to uh, wherever she was from but there's a big ice storm in the midwest so her plane got diverted to another airport and so it's like all these people are experiencing these problems getting home wow it's interesting they're, trying, yeah. they're being called back yeah, the, the islands and wanting to leave. Yeah. Um, no, so one of the things we did do was go swimming with the dolphins. And that was, yeah, like she said, yeah, the one lady got in the water. Uh, she had chronic knee pain. And, uh, I mean, people talk about miraculous healings. Uh, and the, my experience personally was amazing. What about you? Like, I, I don't think I hear, did you have any, like, interfaces with the dolphins? Or? Yeah, I swam with them for a while. I was... Uh... They were kind of going forward and then kind of turning back around, going real deep and then coming, you know, close to the surface. Um, yeah, I've had some interesting encounters in the past, but this was just wonderful. It was just a great activation. I just, you know, telepathed and just, you know, kind of sent some prayers out and just, you know, some love to them and and just really felt a lot more clear when I came out of the water. And I tend to do this where I'm following a pod and I just forget about where the boat's at. And when I pop my head up, I thought I was with my group, but I was with a different group. And so I'm having conversations with somebody who I thought was somebody that was in our boat. And I'm like, wait, you're, you're not Victoria. And she's, she's like, no. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, where's my people. And so I had, I had quite a workout just trying to get back to the boat, but um, it was wonderful. And just wow. the clearness, the aqua colors. And I mean, Hawaii's just, amazing and i just really recommend because it's it's not a lot to just get over here and and find you know a pod leader that will arrange for you to be on a boat and i mean this is an experience that anybody can have you know money is the kind of thing that we can easily manifest to make these things happen in our lives and i just really highly recommend it um especially you know in this window that we're in it's just yeah what's that i'm working on that 
<laughs> the yeah. money, the money thing. Yeah. Uh, well, it really does. So we had a weird uh, situation as far as money for the Airbnb we stayed in. Uh, we were splitting it three ways. It was supposed to be $350 a person for the whole week. So we paid a 150 deposit up front for each, or that's all we had to pay up front. So, and uh, we went to go pay the rest and they told us that we were paid up. And he's like, you might want to check with Airbnb. And uh, they said, no, you don't know anything. I'm like, are you sure? So we, end, I ended up get, paying $150 to stay for the whole week here. What? Uh, just, no way. Yes, that, that's exactly manifesting it. You know, you, yeah, you, you totally know, manifested that. Stuff like that happens. Uh, so that was really, really cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been to Hawaii once. Um, oh, go ahead. I was there go about ahead. 10 years ago with my family. Uh, we went to Maui. <coughs> And yeah, we stayed, we went during Christmas actually, uh, Christmas of 2009, stayed for about 10 days and I did not want to come back. No, that's, that's, like, <laughs> that's like, like the overall consensus here. Yeah, I, I like really, really didn't want to come back, especially because it was early January and it, it was like zero degrees. Yeah, uh, in the Midwest. one thing, uh, um, when I was swimming with the dolphins, I personally, uh, so, you know, they say to try and telepathically connect with them or hum. And I had a pod swimming underneath me and one, I was humming and one broke free and came right up and swam to me and like looked me in the eye and circled me and took off. And uh, it's amazing. Like they're like intelligent beings and to have that interface, it's like, it's almost changes you in a way. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's looking you at it from really like feel, You could like feel their energy. While you were yeah, swimming. and then and then you get off the boat and you could feel the sunburn too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got scalded. Yeah. Yeah, it's finally it's finally gone away, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> oh yeah, she. Yeah, she. But you say you're a tomato well. with eyes. Yeah, I introduced myself and it was my turn to talk. I go, "Hi, I'm a tomato with eyes," because I literally was so red, especially my neck. <laughs> but, and I know better. It just it seems like the heat index or the UV was stronger. Um, and, and they did mention that after the volcano blew, uh, something cleared in the sky that hasn't been this way for many, many years because the volcano had been releasing things that um, made the sky a lot more hazy. So I think, you know, with the clear sky comes a lot more, you know, energy from the sun. Yeah, one of the pod leaders said it was like a three-month period where they couldn't see the ocean from the land. It was just really right. total haze. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so the talks um, were good. We 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 uh, got some interesting updates about you know solar wave stuff coming in. I focused a lot on uh, DNA activations and how that relates to astrology and how astrology holds like a very powerful connection with DNA. And I mean, we're in a, a time of like massive acceleration, and I, I I think we can really see this. You know, the polarities or the duality getting to the extreme where it can't share the same space anymore. And I think we're going to see more of that um, where, where people are either like really, really awakening or they're getting darker and darker and more and more set in their ways in refusal to like open up to the new energies coming in. And I'm concerned for those people, um, right. even though like they really get under my skin and kind of trigger me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, it doesn't feel healthy. Well, I, I think one of the things you uh, were saying, it's like a reunion of the masculine and feminine or a twin flame reunion. I don't remember how you worded it as far as in the DNA, like, because uh, we've been obviously separated, you know, from one or the other. 
and we just have to get in touch and that's part of the dna activation is that reunion is yeah because when we function at a lower strand level which we have been we're missing all these other connections between the electric and magnetic part of our dna which is got a masculine and feminine charge it doesn't have you know so much to do with like uh sexuality as much as it has to do with the energy circulation um you know yeah. right and left brain and and just the way the uh, energy field um circulates just like a you know our energy meridians and also our chakras and so when we start to switch on these dormant strands it's actually um you know synthesizing uh and and you know rebuilding in that sort of way and the nucleic acids and dna actually hold the elements of earth air wa water and fire and the mitochondrial dna that comes from the mother actually holds the element ether and that has been damaged for thousands of years and now because the sun has moved into the 13th sign of Phaecus and the ether is now available because we're in alignment with the galactic plane and these other higher energies are streaming through um that is like healing and it's something that the earth is also like healed so we get those transmissions from the earth itself you know when we walk barefoot especially and also you know light codes that are coming in and it's something that we're made of and so it's um you know really switching everything on Twenty six thousand years ago or so they actually unplugged the masculine and feminine ley lines like one of the connecting points so it's not just that we've been you know modified as humans genetically modified we've also dealt with um manipulations to the earth energies because we're so connected with the earth energies we're going to immediately pick up on it and so uh, the ascension timeline um switched hosting in 2010 which is actually when the sun started to move through the 13th sign which is ruled by the element ether it's the only zodiac sign that's ruled by it so there's all these different things that point to the fact that this isn't just some fluffy philosophy like oh it sounds good yeah it's yeah not, no, you know there's a lot of evidence yeah a lot of information and um science like scientific evidence backing up all of this that you can just point to and yeah i mean just the, the well, that, was, that was part of that all the all the plants are heating up you know like david wilcott goes through that and um like his wisdom teachings uh series on guy like he literally like goes through all of the 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 evidence showing all the planets heating up not just earth but all the plants in our solar system uh and they've been increasingly getting hotter and and more active over the over the past I don't know, 50 years at least or so. Um, and that's because we're, we're moving into these higher energies that are, that are doing that. Um, and I thought yeah, it was interesting. Totally. You, said, uh, you said 13th sign, because that's what, you know, you hear a lot of people say like, oh, there's actually 13 zodiac signs, not 12. And then some people are like, no, there's only 12. Um, and, you know, everyone says we're, we're going into, the, into Aquarius right now, which is the, the next one after Pisces, but um, you're saying it's actually the 13th sign. Um, what's it called again? Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. Yeah, and it, because it didn't move into Ophiuchus until 2010, we don't have to like redo our charts, you know? So if we were born uh, before 2010, the 12 zodiacs apply, and so our charts are accurate. But if, okay. we, if a person was to read somebody born after 2010, we would want to include the 13th sign to give them an accurate reading. But when it comes to the transits and where the planets are, um, it'd be important to see, you know, how uh, that particular um, piece of the pie works with the transits, which are where the planets are currently in the sky. Um, so, I mean, it's a reconfiguration. The thing is, we're all getting these activations of this, you know, ether energy. And what it does is it heals our DNA. It purifies, um, you know, our internal elements. And in response, the Earth is going to, you know, kind of 
respond to that and shift itself accordingly based on what we're able to carry. And so this threat of transhumanism and artificial intelligence, you know, is that timeline where we're not going to see those sort of improvements. And Corey talks about all the timelines collapsing and there's, it's not necessarily going to be a bifurcation. And, um, I, 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 uh, you know, I have an open mind to that. I have, you know, my other thoughts, but I don't feel like, you know, challenging him because, you know, he, he definitely has like some, you know, great sources of information, but, um, I still have an open mind to, you know, another thing that I'm noticing or seeing, but, um, yeah, the Ascension energy is really like a purification, you know, that's that, that fire, the fire water, you know, purifies. Um, and that's why we're seeing a global detox and we're seeing all this stuff come to the surface regarding deep state crimes against humanity, things like satanic ritual abuse, child trafficking, you know, all the different things that are controlling the entertainment industry, the music industry. Um, you know, and it's really hard for a lot of people to, you know, process, but, um, alchemy or, or, you know, this purification wouldn't be able to happen without understanding all this and ETs and, you know, abductions and, mm -hmm breeding programs and hybrids and well one of the cool yeah. things uh so at the end of the uh conference we had like a q a and everybody kind of stood up and uh talked about like what they gained from the conference stuff and somebody stood up and said she made a good point like we all talk about everything you just mentioned but nobody's working on bringing the astrological the astrology into it into this awakening like uh which is extremely important uh and it's it's true so that may, that's like your mission like you're like the one leading the way in that field uh because whenever i first heard you talk i had no idea what you were talking about uh last year i, I was still new to all this stuff it, most of it went over my head uh but now as i'm going through my own experiences these terms and stuff you're saying they're like showing up and i'm starting to understand where it's all tying together uh and it just it just it just goes back to it's why it's important to look at this this whole awakening from all angles because some of us get so focused on just one or some negative aspect. And uh, it's just, it's really cool to just have, you know, to have somebody like you and Leon, who's like, did it gave us all a spiritual, what do you call it? Spiritual surgery? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave us all like a healing that we all didn't even know we needed. Um, so that was, a, that was a cool aspect of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't brought in astrology in the way that I have in other presentations to the extent that I'm doing now. Cause I think it gives somebody or people more of a reference point. I mean, it's, it's been so targeted as a pseudoscience. People haven't really taken it seriously, but yeah. um, I mean, there's even aspects in an astro chart that shows if you don't believe in astrology, you know, it just, yeah. it, it covers everything. <laughs> so even if a person says, Oh, I don't believe in this. Like, Oh yeah, because Saturn's um, actually blocking your Mercury, which is your ability to open your mind. Right. So I mean, it's, it's a total, what's that? Astrological reason why you don't believe in astrology. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a really helpful map. I mean, I don't think we necessarily need it, but it's a great tool if we're stuck on something or we want to understand ourselves more or find the root of some kind of issue. Um, and, you know, I, I like to focus on medical astrology to, yeah, see the root of people's ailments and illnesses. And because when we understand the energy, it's just like on the planet right now, when we bring light to these dark agendas and we bring it you know, out of hiding, it doesn't hold as much power anymore. And so these unconscious aspects of self that are wreaking havoc on our bodies are creating symptoms. The minute we can see the root of it and bring it to the surface, it loses its power because it's been set free. Because mostly pain and any kind of illness is something that we haven't been able to process that the body ends up taking over, you know, to sound the alarm. But um, what I feel is the medical industry sort of takes advantage of that. And 
we, we get almost further away from ourselves versus becoming closer to ourselves because, you know, it really gives us um, greater self-knowledge to, you know, look into the root of it and um, yeah, do that inner work. And I'm not saying like, you know, there isn't a lot of benefit in certain aspects of the medical industry, but, you know, empowerment's really important and self-awareness because, you know, the body, uh, it all starts with energy and Mm -hmm. even belief systems if they're way off our own personal truth can make us ill so yeah well and that's where the true healing comes from too uh i've had some major healings happen to me within the last couple of years that would have never happened if i didn't open up to all this and start understanding it uh people just otherwise live with that pain for their, their entire life you know yeah, we, doctor after doctor steering the wrong direction yeah people don't understand that like our what what we normally you know the diseases that pop up and all the illnesses and stuff, those are just symptoms of, of the uh, underlying cause of it. And our, our whole medical system is designed to only treat the symptoms, right? Not the actual yeah. underlying root cause. Um, and it's usually something energetic. It's usually whether we have resentment or anger or sadness or grief or, uh, you know, something that it's usually energetically or we have, we have some energetic blockages in our body somewhere um yeah and our and then certain okay. chakras or whatever and all we need to do is heal that and then the problems the symptoms will go away and, and um but you have to understand astrology first and yeah I just and I, one of my arguments to people is i'm sure it's a, it's like the basic argument but like so you tell somebody they most people believe the 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 tide is caused by the moon you know uh, the tides are caused by the moon and we'll say, okay, if you believe the moon can control the tides of our oceans and we're 70% water, what do you think it does to us? Exactly. You know, it, it's, and, and whether, I don't, I don't understand the whole connection with the moon, you know, if it's, you know, saddle or if it's like, well, all, artificial all, all or, the planets give off, give off energy. And, uh, and that's, and that's another reason why astrology, you know, comes into play because, uh, when all the planets are giving off different energies, um, you know, where they're at is going to affect everything because it's going to affect the energy that we're receiving. Yeah. from. So. Right. And there's different octaves and levels of the planetary body. And, and depending on our consciousness or where we're at in our soul development is going to depend on what vibratory frequency of the planetary body that we are identifying with. So, sometimes you know we have to go through the shadow side of an experience that has to do with a certain planet to find you know the greater expression and you know sometimes it gets a little bit you know like oh the planets are out here we have to remember that they're kind of inside of us you know kind of um like organs right because each of the planets relate to an organ um or a part of the body and so you know we're micro versions of the macro and you know i don't even know why people wouldn't take this seriously it's like oh no these are just balls floating around in the universe for no good reason you know <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's interesting because, you know, like the shadow side of Neptune would be addiction and feeling like lost in the illusion or, or having a haunted imagination because it rules the creative imagination. But once a person clears it and goes through those initiations, if they're willing, the higher octave of, of Neptune is being a dreamer, a manifester, and somebody who's able to be aware on a multidimensional level and be able to create from, you know, divine inspiration. Musicians and artists tend to have a strong Neptune energy because they're not so limited to just, uh, the, the concrete sort of world around, not concrete as in concrete jungle, but I mean like the practical sort of more earth-based. Yeah. And the earth, you know, you know, has its 
harder aspects and then higher aspects too. You know, like the earth energy, um, you know, degradation or digression or, or, you know, illness or injury would be like the lower level. And we see it on the planet with extinctions and pollution and toxicity on the earth. And, you know, the highest level of, you know, earth energy would be like where it's an abundant paradise, right? So you can see in a chart where a person's really struggling, what element are they struggling with the most? What polarity are they struggling with the most? You know, their dark side or, or you know, their light side that needs to come together, their masculine or feminine. Um, you know, some people feel lost in the dark. They can't reach the light. Some people just feel like over here and they're afraid of the dark. And it's just like when you bring the two polarities together, you know, that creates conception and birth. And that's how we manifest and generate our reality. And so when we're talking about manifesting, like coming back to Hawaii or not wanting to go, it's our ideas and our thoughts um, and uh, our capacity to plant those seeds in our darkness that, you know, gives birth like the soil when we drop a seed produces a flower. So um, this is how we can become co-creative again, instead of have these control agendas work through us and dominate our minds and our imaginations. Because yeah. we can completely write the script of our future. We have to know that. Yeah, yeah, we've we've been manipulated to create the reality they they want, or they've wanted for us uh, for so long, and we're finally waking up to to create our own reality right now. I feel like, and, and to take our power back, you know. Totally, and that's also the artificial aspect of the moon. It works with Saturn. There's a Saturn moon matrix where the lower energy of Saturn, which is all about control and limitation, works with like the artificial aspects of the moon to keep us in a low vibration emotionally, so we're not like psychic and we're. A, you know, the, the feminine being compromised, you know, there being patriarchy, that's pretty much what that looks like. But because we can still work with those energies, we can um, go through the trials and tribulations that Saturn needs us to go through so that we overcome the control agendas. Because the highest octave of Saturn is being a teacher master. The, the lesser uh, energy of the moon would be like depression or just kind of being in a fog or even the lunacy, like lunatic. Um, and when we get over the hurdle of the Saturn control, you know, the moon is, is purified and it reaches higher octaves that actually even connect to some of these outer planets. And it kind of disables the artificial aspect or how it's been used with, you know, some dark technologies. Same with the earth. I mean, there are dark technologies that were put uh, in the earth, you know, thousands of years ago to um, create reversals so that the Baphomet sort of satanic rulership would be what operates the world. And now that's that's all coming to an end. There's aspects that show that it cannot continue, uh, continue anymore. But the thing is, you know, if people don't align with what's organic and what's real, there's plenty of ways to trap a soul and steal their energy, even though they don't need to go that route. And so when people are just so stuck on the propaganda, the news and everything that's outside of them, it'd be really good for them to step back, and the swim with some dolphins, go camping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, one thing I want to bring back a little bit, I think it's important for, because a lot of people listening might not understand. So I, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on the, the artificial aspect of the moon. Like, uh, I know there's a, there's like contradicting theories on how our moon came to be and it's totally artificial or, you know, or it's like, I, I don't really understand it myself. I've looked into it. Uh, do you, can you enlighten yeah. us on that? Yeah. Aspect of it? And because there's so many different viewpoints, I try, you know, I, I don't really have an exact one that, and I don't, think you know it's all about oh well I have all the answers or I have the truth it's more like yeah if, if, if I get enough that's sort of a common thread you know I, I just share it like I feel like beyond a reasonable doubt that you know it's accurate enough but um you know who's to say uh from what I've researched and come to understand that it was a part of Tiamat and Tiamat was a 5d planet in the harmonic universe uh, of Tara and Tiamat ended up exploding it got hit by Nibiru 
And Tiamat and Opsi were holding the sacred union balance of the masculine and feminine. So when Tiamat exploded, it fragmented, um, became the asteroid belt. And so all of us have been somewhat fragmented. And what it's created is a vulnerability to um, be, you know, controlled or, or siphoned upon. Because when we're traumatized, we're not exactly whole. There's almost, you know, we're kind of shattered and there's fragments of ourselves. So supposedly um, portion of Tiamat became the Earth and another portion became Maldek, which later exploded, <laughs> all these exploding planets, which also further disrupted the masculine and feminine. But it was from T Tiamat that the moon supposedly came in, they brought the moon in. And what my theory is, not something I've read, but what I make out of all that I've seen and all the differing opinions, is there's a portion of it that's artificial, but a portion of it that's very ancient, that connects with Tiamat and connects with 5D. And we have to kind of get over the threshold of where the artificial aspect's being used and understand that it's playing on our fragmentation or our lack of galactic memories or our trauma connected to probably being on that planet and witnessing or experiencing that level of cataclysm. I mean, we hold ancient trauma that we're so unconscious to that we don't realize that a lot of how we operate as humans is coming from that, but, but still not having the awareness of it. So part of our emotional bodies are easily manipulated. We see that with, you know, women and, um, you know, the suppression of the feminine within men and the promotion of negative ego. So that's that Saturn energy wanting to create that programming and that imbalance between the masculine and feminine. And as long as we're fragmented and as long as we're unconscious, it's going to continue to play out. But when we dig deeper, it's not so much about understanding the galactic history. It's about understanding the detrimental effects that these cataclysms, these explosions have had on the balance and to just retrieve as many aspects as possible. Um, and embrace as much of yourself as possible. People tend to choose sides or choose to only operate from one aspect of self, and then they deny the rest, and it comes in the form of judgment of others and projections and criticisms. And I'm like, you're just battling yourself here. You know, why are you needing to go after that person? You're actually denying a part of you, you know? And so this is what we can do in unity consciousness is share these fragmented pieces because we all carry a different piece of it and really come together because then we can activate dormant strands of DNA just by coming together yeah. with each other, which yeah. I feel like these kind of events help do. Because, you know, we're not functioning at a lower level when we come together at events like Jones. Yeah. You know, no, everybody's feeling better and, like, I feel better. I called, like, I called my dad and he asked how it was. I was like, to be honest, I don't even feel like I'm on Earth this week. Like, <laughs> I feel like this is, like, a preview of the new Earth. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like it the garden. Like, around yeah. all these people. Um, and you said something about the, the DNA activation, uh, you know, the, the 12 helix, or the 12 strands of the double helix. It is double, yeah, with like 12 um, yeah. electric magnetic, yeah. Okay. Well, I was just something, uh, you, so another thing, another aspect of that is you, we're going from the carbon base to the crystalline structure, our, our body, right? Mm -hmm. um, and one of, the, one of the visions I've had, uh, or I've been told, is that they're, they're, um, they're all working, I guess our ETs, our star families, or whoever are working our spines right now slowly infusing crystal quartz crystal in with within our spines and to help us through this ascension process and that because I, I guess the way it was explained is that we were at a place to where we're not going to be able to do it on our own so they had to come intervene uh which is interesting because i didn't really understand the whole carbon-based to crystalline uh concept until until i started looking into the aspect of the them actually physically possibly working on us. Yeah, the crystal star hosting and when the Ascension timeline uh, shifted, it really brought in um, this, you know, the guardian founder races, 
Um, even aquifarians that went extinct in the electrical wars, which was a long time ago, um, after we sank down into this lower density. Because when Tiamat exploded, we actually you know, sunk down into this lower harmonic universe. So when we look at the lead, when we look at the carbon, that's actually Saturn with the rings. But because Pluto and, uh, well, Pluto being in the sign of Capricorn and Saturn being conjunct that in 2020, it's basically um, creating alchemy with Saturn. So, so the lead and the carbon is actually changing on a planetary astrological level. And so as above, so below when it comes to astrology. So for this Pluto energy, which rules death, rebirth, alchemy, and transformation, it's working with the energy of Saturn, which has been the lead, and it's the planet of alchemy. It's actually changing Saturn, which rules structure. In medical astrology, it rules the skeletal system and the teeth, and just the structure of being in a human vessel. So going through the or just turn into a beast, not everybody. So, you know, anybody who listens to this, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, it's just, it's, 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 it's too much. So we, we have to walk gently. We have one foot in one world. We're moving into the other. And, um, you know, but it's a, a huge alchemical shift on a physical level. And so if it's happening astrologically, we can just breathe into it and, and, and allow it without having to figure out how are we going to do it? We just have to take care of the vessel, make sure we're relaxed and calm and grounded and it'll do it for us, you yeah. know, but, but, you know, stuff is going to fly out. And I mean, just like a detox, you know, if we're physically detoxing and drinking green juice or going on a fast, we're going to see things we don't really want to see. Old injuries might come back, you know, things will get harder for a little while, but then when you get to the other side of it, more clarity than ever before. So, you know, people have to just be prepared to face these kind of symptoms. And if we can project or, or, or visualize the, the, the fact that it's taking us somewhere better instead of fearing it, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. glide right into this new paradigm, no problem in the ascension energies. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I have uh, one other question for you. Uh, what, where does the event or the solar flash come into play? Uh, what have you found? What conclusion have you come to from your research? Like, mm. What is your aspect of what's going to happen? I mean, we talked about it a lot this week and it came up a lot. And we got a lot of worst case scenario situations. Uh, but I'm just curious to hear your thoughts because you didn't touch on that really in, any, in your talk. I talked a little bit about coronal mass ejections. Yeah, you did. And I talked about, you know, kind of the solar energy. Um, but yeah, I didn't touch upon it too much because, you know, it's almost like me and the other presenters, we almost telepathically each other. It's like, okay, you cover that part. Because if we had too much conflicting information, um, I don't know, maybe it would leave people with like a huge question mark. So, um, it's like we complimented each other's work so well that almost we didn't really say the same things, but we threaded into each other sort of in a complimentary way. But yeah, I think I might present more about it in the future. In my eyes, um, yeah, it could create a lot of disruption. But the thing is, the more we allow inner breakdowns and inner change to happen, the less we're going to have to deal with, you know, outer catastrophes, I feel like, because um, we are microcosms of the earth and cosmos. So if we're not willing to change and we're holding on to the old paradigm, everything's going to shake around us and, and, and be very, very disruptive, not just to try and get our attention, but because it's going to go through the changes, whether we join it or not. Um, but if we ride with it, if we allow this internal shift to take place within us, I feel like we're surfing it. And I feel like we know where to be at the right time and right place. Um, I mean, I'm kind of like, I don't have any real attachment. I mean, I'm not like, it's not that I want to go, but I know we always wake up somewhere in some dimension. And we're kind of in the line of fire when it comes to the volcano in uh, Yellowstone. And I Christ, like religions have like put a person in front of it. I look at it as like a solar energy that's coming to transmute 
us to, to, to wake us up, to help us to get to the level of DNA within us that holds the Christ consciousness, otherwise known as the avatar consciousness, which is the Lyran system's vibration of um, 10, 11, 12, um, dimensions 10, 11, 12. That's, that's the, the pinnacle of the 12 strand embodiment. And we had that in Lyra and then it, you know, got attacked and all these wars took place. But then the 13th gate or the 13th sign that links us to the 13th gate, which is in the core of the earth, which is its own sun, is also the reuniting of Christ Sophia. And so the solar energy connecting with the mother energy is actually the reunion of the Christ Sophia that is a template we are all born with. So if we can accept, you know, the inner work and, and, and what we're waking up to this event's going to give us exactly what we need if we resist it if we're not willing to grow it might just rock our world in ways that we can't even imagine i mean that's just my theory though well and i think that's true i think a lot of people are gonna the more they you fight it you're just gonna struggle you're gonna struggle you're gonna go get a flat tire outside of donkey balls or <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you might just not be in tune with your intuition you might just be waiting to hear everything from outside of you and, and we got to really learn to listen to ourselves because mm -hmm. it, there's guidance, there's protection based on our intentions. If, if like we have an intention, there's, there's things that are going to help that intention come to fruition. So if we intend on not listening to ourselves, um, we're going to let somebody dictate it for us. So we got to just, just integrate it into your create creative energies, you know, read it once a day, hold crystals, infuse crystals with that intention, carry them in your pocket and just, you know, stay consistent with it. And there isn't anything that we can can't manifest that's what we're waking up to is is the power we hold unfortunately we've allowed ourselves to be infected by propaganda governments religions um and just the stuff that streams through the media that um just has created the mess that we're in so the minute we gain our power back um there there the, the vastness of what we can manifest is endless and you shared i mean yeah Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, well, uh, yeah, like you said, we've subconsciously given them, given them, given them permission to, you know, as soon as you become, they want you to become addicted to whatever they're putting out. So, uh, and and by becoming addicted, you're just like you're giving them permission to, to control your world, but you will never understand that while you're addicted to this. It's just and like and while you're trying to fight them too, it's yeah. like if you're addicted to it and then you're trying to fight it and battle it. You know, that's also draining. So we're not, and I say this almost too redundantly, but, but my thing is we win the war within. If you want to break free of the controllers, you got to unplug where they're plugging into you, where you're feeding it. Um, exactly. And people who aren't willing to do that, that just are, are, are caught in the entanglement. That's, that's what they want too. I mean, so, um, and another thing I like to say is we got to turn the weapons into tools for our growth or else we're just going to always feel like a victim to this. And so anything I see, outside of me that looks like it's a threat or an assault i'm like thanks for the reminder and i'm just going to be more empowered in the face of it and i'm going to let that be a catalyst for me to elevate myself instead of feel crushed which i used to feel like well these chemtrails and i still i mean it's not like i am that accepting but i certainly don't let it crush me like it used to yeah i was just saying that in the way here to uh somebody i was like you just have to look at the negative situation or something negative as an opportunity to grow from i was just saying that so i totally mm -hmm. understand that uh, aspect of it and I've started practicing that and it really you just accelerate way faster instead of asking why is this happening to me ask what can I learn from this uh, exactly or, or anything you don't have them and and you learn to control your emotions and not not have a reaction to everything that happens to you and you and you instead observe it and say okay what is what is the why why is this happening what is this trying to teach me um, instead of like taking everything personally and like 
emotionally reacting to everything and then and then and then you're like getting on their level you know and then totally. when someone like attacks you or tries to get in a, in a fight with you um if you just lash out right back at them then uh you're just feeding into that energy and then you're you're kind of getting on their level but if you yeah exactly down to their level yeah but if you just like show them love <laughs> they're gonna be like it's just gonna diffuse the whole situation and then they're they're gonna be like oh what <laughs> yeah that, i have to remind myself of that when um i get some of these comments I, I i don't mind engaging people and you know sometimes i i see myself sinking a little bit just to be like how does this feel though i mean look at this energy exchange nobody deserves to be talked to like this and then i just yeah. kind of like to try and remind that like at the same um, time but, yeah you stand up for yourself and and yeah totally but i i absolutely agree the way we end duality is recognizing you know the blessing of adversity and not mm. you know feeling um you know, like, like our energy needs, needs to drop in the face of it. It's like, uh, exactly what you guys are saying. I agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then just an existing in love. Uh, that's, that's one of the big messages this week is just learning what, you know, learning what love really is and trying to exist in that. And when you do that, when you truly do that, then really you don't, you're, you're just automatically warding off the negative, uh, and it's and it's easier down here, you know. You look out the window and there's the ocean and all the beautiful trees and stuff. But I'm back home and we're back home in our uh, battles in the war zone. You mm -hmm. know, it, it's 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 a lot harder to do that, and you have to constantly remind yourself and constantly work on it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know it's like, I mean, I'm really excited to go home. I I love where I live. I mean, but yeah, I mean still have to go to the grocery store and interface with <laughs> yeah, that's like the 10th speaking you mentioned the grocery store that's really uh dislike going there um i wouldn't say completely and totally i have to kind of prepare energetically before i mean if it's helpful no i mean i just mean just generally kind of like running around and um but no i mean the thing is i i feel like a lot more open to it because of the great conversations i mean everybody else has to show up and play human too and sometimes you know just the, the smallest encounter with somebody can be really uplifting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who it is. I don't do this whole kind of like, I mean, I get on, you know, some level there's that sheeple thing, but I, I don't really look at the us and them so much uh, because we can just reach the heart and soul of somebody and, and, and just tune into just the spark of their spirit and, you know, and, and feel awake with them in the moment, you know, the information thing, you know, that's, that's kind of tough because we have to, a lot of people have to let that crumble and rebuild and reteach themselves some things. And it's going to take yeah. some time. And it's not really a necessity as long as their heart's open and they're a person of integrity and they're kind. Um, you know, so, I mean, we have to hold a lot of patience and just know that, you know, just keeping the love alive and creating, you know, positive energy and connection with people is good because the tendency is, oh, you know, they, they're not into this information and, 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 you know, one can feel real isolated or frustrated, but you know, sometimes we can just kind of put that down if they're absolutely not going to be receptive and still engage. A little bit of warming up the body before we go into deep massage anyway, right? Yeah. Or the muscles will get injured. Well, and you brought up a good point, the, separa the separation thing. Uh, so, you know, what did politics do? They divide us. What did religion do? They divide us. Well, what is, what's happening right now? So as we learn this and get into this information, we have to be careful. We don't start dividing ourselves from the people who haven't understood it yet. Yeah. And that, and that's something we tend to do subconsciously. And it's something like I've, I found myself like, you can't, you know, I don't mean to, I don't want to sound like, you know, you we're putting ourselves on a pedestal because that's not it. 
And that's something we really need to be cautious of. We're all, we're all one, you know, treat everybody exactly the same. And I know we all do that, but it's something we need to remind ourselves of as we're getting, you know, as we're going through this. Yeah. It's really hard though, when, you know, you try and share something that would be a value and um, the, the result is, is very undermining and very rude and attacking. Um, yeah. But, but you know what yeah. people like, and this is what I've been learning a lot is like, what, what someone says and does has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Right. So they're just showing you who they are. Um, so if you say something and put something out there and then, and then a bunch of people start attacking you and like, Oh, you're, you're a terrible person or you're spreading lies or blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, okay, now I know where you're at. Like now I know who you are, you know, or like, yeah, uh, they show themselves and they show you and they show you who you, that, that they don't belong in your life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if you know, if you know yourself and you know you're in a right place and you're on the right path for yourself, like there's really no reason for you to get upset. I mean, it's hard not to, I know I'm, I'm, I struggle with that too, but ultimately it's like, okay, you showed me who you are. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, I think, now, yeah. Thank you, thank you for revealing your, your, your true self. I, yeah. I'm going to go on my way, you know, <laughs> like, I, totally. like, you tell them what you can, you, you know, you can plant seeds, you can show them love or whatever. And then it doesn't mean you have to keep letting people uh, abuse you and because you know, their energy can affect you. So it's like, you, you need to stand up for yourself and protect your energy, but at the same for sure. time, not let anything from the outside. Oh, of course. Yeah. Let it in and affect you. Yeah. Totally. Totally. That's, that's my, um, something I'm definitely consciously working on. And the thing is they have to understand too. It's like, just cause you share information or a quote, a lot of times I share things to, to open up a discussion. Like, Oh, I heard this. What are your thoughts? I'm saying, yeah. Hey, this is truth. And I'm shoving it down your throat and I demand that you follow this. <laughs> and that's why we're fighting because you're not going to see my way. It's like, the yeah. thing is they're engaging on that level. And it's like, I don't want to engage on that level. There's some things I feel pretty certain about take it or leave it, but that's just something I'm putting out there. Other things I might still be on the fence about it and I'm putting it out there to hear other people's experience to you know look at a thread and, and with you know respect you know we can you know share different you know data and then we get a much fuller picture um, and uh, I, I attempt to do that with some things and then you know other things I feel pretty strong about but uh, um, I you know we don't go on people's page trolling them if they don't agree or or you know no. I, I look at it like I go past stores all the time that I would not shop at, but I don't need to go in there and be like, what the heck are you selling? you got to be out of your mind. It's like, great analogy. Great analogy. Yeah, you go it's like you just keep going. Start yelling at everyone. <laughs> yeah. You guys are got to be crazy. It's like, so I, I don't find myself feeling the urge at all to do that in areas that I don't resonate with. And so it's very interesting how many people, you know, just, want to jump all over the ones they've, and I said, if you were, if you weren't threatened by your truth, I don't think you'd need to start a fight. You know, if you feel really strong and solid and, and, and what your truth is, you know, truth stands on its own. It doesn't need believers. So what are you fighting for? <laughs> That's a great, great point. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I like what you said. What are you fighting for? Because I've had some people come on and just, yeah, you know, we all suffer. We all deal with it. And you just don't, it just, why in the hell, why do you care so much? It's like, why couldn't you just keep scrolling? You know, why do you have to stop and just, and I've gotten triggered by it. And I just, and it's something we're all working on. Oh, I know. It's so fresh though. I definitely was 
dealing with that today. And so it's awesome to just, you know, kind of remind ourselves, I just feel just this community growing and just strengthening. I mean, just the support we all hold for one another, the understanding we all hold. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're on a quest and, you know, with that comes humility with that comes. So, you know, some of the stuff presenting, but you know, we, we have to remain flexible and, um, and just, you know, hopefully, uh, we'll just see more, more, more grow and the numbers continue to grow and grow because this is the wave that's going to shift. Everything is, is unity, consciousness, mutual love and respect. And, uh, you know, being very careful with our words. A lot of my presentation was about the magician and that being the out, you know, power our word. We destroy them, uplift them and, and help them on their healing journey. You know, we can make or break a person's day just based on the word choice. You know, they hold a lot of power. I think the most damaging thing is not treating each other with mutual love and respect. Um, the information is something that we all need to help each other assimilate and be a resource to give people options so that, you know, the minds can be open to be more informed, like blowing the whistle on the Mars agendas, you know, it's like, or anytime anybody does that, why does one do this? There are things that are being kept from us. And it's not about, oh, you have to believe it, but, you know, there might be something that you can gain from recognizing that this exists in the world. So, you know, it's like walking into a library, you're going to burn half the books because you don't want to read. It's like, no, it's a resource. You can pick yeah. which ones resonate with you, just like information. And uh, so I think the most harmful thing that anybody can do in the shift time right now is be information wars. It's more like, that's great. That's what works for you. Great. Can't we just respect that? I mean, exactly. you know, and, people and who really, don't, I think are the problem. That's the even if we are wrong, yeah. you know, even if I'm wrong with, with some information, you know, in someone's eyes, like, why why are you gonna like start calling me names and like attack me over it? if i'm wrong i obviously came to that information somehow you know and i you know like point out to me why i'm wrong show me show me the research that you found show me you know what what's backing up your beliefs exactly and, i always thank people for that yeah like like yeah, let's yeah. have a discussion let's have a polite discussion like no one wants to do that with with topics like vaccines uh cancer treatments like like you said like i saw that that post that you made and you got attacked over it yeah certain things it's like it's the programming because people are so programmed with these certain topics to it's like 100 percent i am right 100 percent everyone who's has a different view is is wrong and i need to like <laughs> just start attacking them over it if i see it yeah you know, even at the top of the post yeah you know, yeah totally yeah, it's like really is this the way you want to you want to live your life and but they they don't think about the ramifications of it it's just like no and people really it's it's like people not understanding the ramifications of being a really toxic person in a relationship or narcissistic or controlling it's like it's just like oh what can i get away with because it's very me 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 orientated yeah. and nothing else matters it's not looking at the greater good of the whole it's not looking at being a harmonizer and being somebody that brings about balance and brings about beauty into the world and brings out you know these higher qualities of what it means to be human instead um exactly. it's almost like it's hypocritical because if, if like you're really like you know trying to make a case about something but you're doing it in a really ugly and nasty way. It really makes me doubt whatever it is you have to share even more because you're not even coming from a vibration of knowledge and awareness. I mean, right there, it's like, um, but no, I love all information. I want to hear, you know, all of it. And um, I just wish people really didn't take for granted. Um, just, you know, because it's, it's energetic pollution and, uh, and, and, 
Totally. Well, you just said it, pollution. So let's turn this around. Like, let's look at the the positive aspect of where this information is taking us. Like, we're talking about like the attacks and the negative, but like that. Then now we're existing in that. So let's like, so okay, say we do come to the realization of all this truth. Uh, the positive and we have to look forward to. I think is something we need to start focusing on more also, because we're gonna, you know, we're all gonna. We're, we're going to end up running in circles because I think that we're at some level, we're part of programming still as well. And, you know, and we're just being kept in that circle if we keep talking about it and building on it. So, yeah, no, I, I think we're pushing oh, yeah. towards like, um, hoping they can hear this because, you know, we have to confront them every single day. Cause I did a post actually recently where I'm like, you know, in my own little world, I'm whole, I'm solid, I'm at peace. I feel really good. But then we wake up and we have to interact and navigate the human realm. And we're all kind of in this together when it comes to that. So how can we clean this part of it up? And so I see us as just being, you know, an example of like how we can put out information without having to turn into a battle and just sort of calling out that for others to see. But yeah, I was sort of like, I know we're kind of like looping in it like, okay, let's take it over here. And I, I was actually going to say something to sort of shift the gears. But I mean, I think, um, you know, we are, you know, just holding the intention that, you know, harmony and uh, mutual love and respect and sharing of information, you know, can come out of all this as the solution so that we don't feel silenced um, and we don't feel censored and people feel like they can share information. We feel like we can share ours, but, you know, be the ascension energies ourselves and say, you know, what drops it? And, and, and can we all make a commitment to ourselves and to each other? You know, even the ones that decide that they're going to hate me or you, can, can, I want to ask those guys, can you make a commitment to just be more of a light being, more of a person of love for the sake of humanity and this earth? Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. that's, exact, that's exactly it. Um, I don't know, how, how long have we gone? It seems like time's flying. Uh, uh, a little over an hour. Um, so, okay, you just want to go into uh, maybe some stuff you're, uh, some projects you have, uh, some books you're writing. I know you said you're going to be doing like overseas, like uh, tours and stuff. Uh -huh. You want to just touch on that a little bit before we uh, part ways? Yeah, I'm working on uh, three books. They might end up being two books, but right now they're just kind of a three. And I'm almost done. I just have to create more space. I'll be speaking at San, uh, in San Mateo, California, April 26th to 28th. That's coming up. Um, that's New Living Expo. And then I will be going to Brazil, but I don't have all that information. And if we have any people in Brazil listening, um, and then uh, I'll be going to contact in the desert. Um, and that's end of May and June in Palm Desert, California. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard of contact in the desert. Then I'll be um, heading to Australia, a, a conference called Weaving the Dream. And then I'll be back um, doing another. I, it's just a lot. Um, but I will keep my website updated. and. Yeah, just, you know, lots of ideas circulating amongst us this week of, you know, different events we can create. So lots of good stuff in the works. And I just hope to see you guys, you know, at some events. Um, I don't do readings anymore. I'm, I'm, I, I am shutting down my calendar. There's only short sessions available, which are a half hour. Um, so I can finish some of these projects. But, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing a radio show, um, NorthwestLibertyNews.com, uh, very close to where I live in Kalispell, Montana. I'll have a show like once a week. And I'll kind of a live stream probably from some of these places I'll be traveling to and I'll give more information at some yeah point. yeah no that's awesome and, and you and you know all of these presenters everybody this is like this is like this is a cosmic wave this is the wave going through the whole uh the whole community there's 
I don't know how many conferences you just named just that you're going to be at. And there's so many more that are happening uh, all over, all over the world. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, and that's testimony right there, what's actually happening in the community. There's lots of really, really good stuff happening and it is a wave. And no matter what, I mean, you know, that might feel like it's breathing down our neck. I mean, there always has been throughout history, but you know, we are, you know, we have antennas to, um, you know, source energy to download uh, wisdom and information and we have guidance, we have protection and we just have to stay grounded and truth ourselves and, you know, not in denial of the different things to come up, you know, um, I, I don't believe in enlightenment, you know, being in denial of, you know, dark emotions and feelings and, um, we just have to find an outlet for it. We have to, uh, you know, be okay with it or else it just stays lodged in the body. So, you know, it is really about honoring all the elements within us and, 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 and raising our vibration to the highest expression that they all represent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I guess one last thing, what, what's been your favorite part about this week down here in Hawaii? <laughs> that's almost it's almost like every moment yes you know because yeah. you know, now i'm sitting here with you and like earlier i was with some you know friends out for breakfast the scenery is incredible the food's really good um it's more like what is your least favorite thing and i would say um yeah uh uh maybe just being a little bit sunburned and um yeah. <laughs> over analyzing i tend to over analyze like every time i do a talk even though i've been speaking since 2010 it's always that oh if i just said this or i could have done this differently yeah. Um, and that's sort of something that I'm constantly trying to work on. But you don't need to worry about it though, because it it comes off very polished, and uh, <laughs> it it comes across, I think, better than you might understand. And oh, I think, that's good. Yeah, I think a lot of presenters have that same that same anxiety. I don't think it's anything to worry. About. I think it also raises the bar. So I look at it like you know, then I improve for the next time. And um, but it's not like self deprecating. It's more a, a, a way that I challenge myself to you know improve. Yeah. If I can just look at it like that and not, yeah, I mean, it's not like I go yeah. too far, but yeah, I tend to always have too many slides, but um, I look forward to putting it all into a book. So when the books are there, you know. Well, and one slide has like uh, a book's worth of information on it, you know, yeah. it's hard to get through, I know. Yeah, and this is definitely like a life's work thing. So, you know, this is not just being pulled from the internet. Some people like to, you know, I don't want to go back into the people that are low vibe, but um, yeah, I mean, this, this is definitely something that I've been working on and having my attention on since I was a kid. So, and I was, and I knew I was being given information, you know, about my work and how to, you know, stay free of going to Mars, you know, since I was a child too. So I feel really in my element, but I just didn't think I would survive and get to the place that I am today. I was like, if I ever lived to tell the tale or lived or, or even have the capacity to share, uh, share any of this information, it's going to be incredibly surreal. So everything kind of is surreal. For me. And I so appreciate you guys doing this show and just, you know, what you do, you know, getting information out there and just being such a wonderful, you know, energy. Um, it's Thank like, you so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think we're going to see more and more platforms rising up too. I met a couple of people down here that, that said, this just inspired me. I've been wanting to start a channel. I've been wanting to do this. Like people are getting activated like right now and they're, it's just going to become, it's going to take over. And, uh, next thing you know, you know, we're going to be having entirely different conversations. Oh, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be cool. Uh, Yes, uh, if you've never been to Kona, come here. It's it's incredible. Uh, there's definitely some ancient, sacred wisdom that comes with the trip that you you pick up on, and, and you, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. I've been to Maui, but not not the Big Island yet. So, like, like she said, it's hard to pick a bad thing about the week. You know, the sunburn. 
Uh, maybe <laughs> I maybe had one yeah. meal I didn't really care much for, but <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I had a a veggie burger. I could have. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's fantastic here. Uh, and Joan and John Luke, yeah, who who put this event on, they just honor so much. They've been friends of mine you know, for many, many years. I, it's so funny, you know, it's like, I can almost say for a decade, time just flies. Yeah. Um, they're just really beautiful people and an incredible couple. And they just, they really know how to put on a beautiful event. So. I, Joan taught me so much about dolphins. I, I had not gotten that deep into her oh, work yeah. until I got down here. Um, <laughs> it, let me tell you, I, I learned a lot and it's really transformed the way I look at a lot of things, not just dolphins, but uh, you, there's a lot to learn. Her, if anybody's not familiar with Joan Ocean and her work, I recommend checking out her website, getting a book, uh, just just exploring what she has to say because um, there's definitely a lot of value to her information. Yeah, I saw the Edge of Wonder live stream where they they uh, had her talk for a little bit, and she seemed really awesome. She was she was talking about how the uh, the FBI like raided her house when whenever she first started having like dolphin swims with like a group yeah of them. yeah uh, that's crazy right yeah she said they all they like interrogated her and a bunch of other people and like uh were like asking them all these questions like what are, what are you guys doing like what are you and uh it was most likely because there's you know there's these underwater programs going on in bases and stuff that they don't want anybody anywhere near you know or you know, they didn't, they didn't know what they were doing. Um, they're like, no, we're just, we're just swimming with dolphins. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, there's been like Black Hawk helicopters flying around the island the whole time we've been here. I oh, mean, really? I, Not really. You haven't? I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the right place at the right time. I've seen one just about every day. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. And then, yeah, they wanted to charge her like $200 fine every time she went swimming. But uh, that's all over with now. And now it's, uh, I think it's, I don't even think that that was years ago. So yeah, I think she said it was like 15 years ago. Or, but it still tells you, you know, there's something to it, definitely. Um, yeah. All right, well, I guess we'll just go ahead and wrap it up then. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? No. No, just um, I'm just feeling really grateful, and uh, it's been wonderful to chat with you guys. And I just look forward to bumping into you again and again. I hope. Oh, absolutely. That continues. Of course yeah. it will. Yeah. We're riding the same. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And thanks again for doing this. It's been, it's, it's an honor, honestly. Oh, thank yes, you so much. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Yes. Oh gosh. My honor. Thank you so much. Okay guys. Okay. All right. Well, Bye everybody. Later. Thanks Bye. for watching. Bye everyone.